Hey guys, this is just a disclaimer before you start my podcast. My show is based on my and my guest's opinion, and you might disagree with some of the things we will say or talk about. Some of the topics might also be triggering, so before you continue the video, make sure you read its title and decide if you are comfortable with this episode. Thank you, and I hope you enjoy. everyone, welcome to Talks with Erin. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of my podcast. Today I have two guests. One of them is from the last podcast, my friend Jose. Hey guys, it's me again. <laughs> and she's going to introduce us to her boyfriend. Hey guys, so um, I'm introducing you to Lucrece. Um, that's it. He's my boyfriend. And the podcast is pretty much just going to be about him. So, enjoy. So, when did you move to Canada? Uh, so, I moved to Canada in uh, 2016. June 1st is the day that I got here. So, do you like Canada so far? Yeah, so far, there isn't much to dislike, you know. It's a different scenery than what I'm, I was used to before coming here. But, you know, I had to adapt. Didn't have a choice. So, can you tell everyone where you're from? I'm from uh, Congo, Central Africa, the real Congo, because apparently there are two of them. So why did you choose Canada out of like all the countries in the world? Well, at the beginning, Canada wasn't my choice. Like we're doing our papers to go to Germany. But unfortunately, things didn't work out the way we planned. Like we were supposed to go there with my sister and my little sister and my cousin. But like we ended up, everybody went his own way. Like my sister went to Germany, I came here, and my cousin was supposed to come with me here too. Went to France, so yeah. So you're alone. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally alone. You know. But, but you did go to Russia, though. Yeah, I did. I did go to <laughs> Russia, but uh, the big Russia wasn't really like for school. I really went there more because I liked the country. And, you know, I tried also to get to school, to one of the school there, like in St. Petersburg, but like it didn't work out because apparently we had to do a math test to become a, <laughs> yeah. Everyone hates math. It yeah. doesn't matter where you're from, math sucks. Yeah, math sucks. <laughs> so to become a programmer there, you had to do like 80% on the math test. I only did 73, so I didn't get into the university. So is that why you left Africa was to go to school? Yeah, that was the main focus, but also like I just wanted to continue studying like in another country because uh, from my point of view, like I felt like I already like saw everything there was to see like in the school department, but also job department, like in my home country and also the uh, some of the countries that I went to in Africa. So I just wanted like to dis- discover new things and uh, being an, uh, a student in another country like was the the easiest way to to get there like especially here in Canada so what's your status right now can you tell us like the process of how to like get a visa and stuff like that okay so right now my status is international student so uh, as an international student to get your student visa you have like first thing you have to apply to a school in Canada and then if you get accepted at that point in time then you can go and uh, submit a request to the like the Canadian embassy like in my home country we don't have a Canadian embassy so we had to go through uh, the uh, the OEM 
like it's uh, French for Organisation Internationale de Migration. Uh, so we go through there, submit our request, and then it gets sent to the Canadian Embassy in Dakar, in Senegal. So yeah, so you get your you get accepted to a Canadian school, and then you apply, and then after applying, uh, you get your first like first answer whether you qualify or not to get into Canada, and then before the embassy can give you the visa, you have to uh, reserve like your place in the the new. Uh, establishment that you're planning on going to and to do that you have to pay like tuition fees like for the first or uh, first semester or sometimes the first year like in total and then after you do that then they give you like a letter like it's like an invitation that you can just go ahead and submit at the at the embassy then you get your visa to come here yeah <laughs> wow that's complicated <laughs> jose said she fell asleep <laughs> So right now you're right now you're um, on an international student visa, but are you applying for anything else? Like right now, I'm looking at my options uh, to try and figure out the best way to get my permanent residency because, like, I know uh, that there are some um, options to get your PR as an international student. Like after living in the country for a couple of years, I think it's four years minimum. Yeah, so I'm looking into that and also, yeah. Or you guys can get married and then you become permanent. Yeah, well, <laughs> getting married will be like, we we'll, might make things a little easier, but uh, like your spouse still has to sponsor you to get your PR. Yeah. So once you get married, you don't become Canadian like right away? No, you don't. Like once you get married, the first thing is you can get your PR like through the first year maybe of your after your spouse sponsors you and then uh, to be able to get a Canadian like passports like the citizenship you have to apply after five years of being a, a permanent resident yeah So, like, why did you pick to go to school in Ontario, and why not, like, Alberta or BC to be in the mountains? Well, at the beginning, I didn't really choose where I was going. You know, it, La, La Cité is uh, uh, the the uh, the establishment that one of my dad's friends uh, told us about because he lives here. But since I got here, I haven't seen him, uh, seen him at all. Like, it was only on the phone. <laughs> yeah. So he told us about the place because he knew um, someone who works there. Like, she's the one who's uh, responsible of the international student department at La Cité. So basically, he was the one who advised us to apply at La Cité. I didn't, like, really choose where to go to. Yeah. So if you could have chose where to go, where would you have gone? If I could choose, I would probably look into, like, any school probably like first thing i think i'll look into the price because like for international <laughs> students like tuition is really expensive like you spend around uh, 15 to 16 thousand dollars a year for tuition fees so yeah i would have probably looked at the the cheapest university or college that i could find in canada like go study there and then if i needed to move to a bigger city i would have done that after getting like my degree in that small school yeah, I had a friend when I went to university, and he was from Greece, and he told me that his tuition was like twenty thousand dollars, and I was like, "Ah, mine's only seven thousand. Jeez, yeah. oh, I felt so bad for him." 
So how long have you been here? So 2016, so four years now. Um, have you been back to uh, Africa? No, I haven't been back. Like uh, I left Canada only once for vacation in uh, yeah, like 2019, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that long ago. Yeah. You know, with COVID and everything, sometimes you lose your time card. Yeah, yeah. So I haven't been back home yet. Uh, I was thinking of going there, maybe after I get my degree, because with uh, a couple things that happened in the past, I wasn't able to like finish when I was supposed to. Like I had a couple issues, like financially, and also uh, like my dad died. He was the one who was almost paying everything for me. After he died, I had to step up and try paying for everything myself so now it's taking a little longer than it was supposed to so like are most of your siblings still there yeah aside from my little sister uh, everybody's still back there uh, still in my country like most of my siblings are married uh, only like those who are younger than me and only one of my big sisters is still uh, living home with my mom so yeah everybody's still back there do you facetime them a lot uh, only my mom yeah, and the others, uh, I don't really care. I just text them. <laughs> yeah. So what were your, like, your first thoughts on Canada and like moving here? Have you experienced like any racism or anything like that? Mm, yeah, like I have because like on my first job that I got here after getting here uh, in Canada, uh, my first job I was uh, doing, do- I was a sales representative for Bell Canada. Uh, so we are going door to door and... Uh, like offering Bell Canada services like internet, home phone, and uh, television. So yeah, we experienced that more because like I don't see a lot of white people doing door to door. So it was yeah, you know, most of me and my colleagues especially experienced that because maybe like a lot of people told me before that they are like yeah, people from Quebec are really racist. So that's the one place that are really experienced racism like outside of quebec not really like i don't know because most of my friends tell me like yeah people from quebec are racist and they show it to your face but in other provinces or states maybe they're just like they're just they're just better at hiding it you know so yeah personally i haven't outside of quebec like only quebec people have been racist to me but yeah i think it's it's especially like the older generation maybe the people like our our age are a little more open to uh, like diversity and uh, people from other races like the older people are more like yeah you came to our country to steal our jobs and all that and I was like yeah but uh, the jobs are there you're not working so what do you want us to do I feel like a lot of people think that Canada isn't racist but if you just look at the indigenous community and what happened with them it's like hello we're racist and then even like towards black people people are like we're not really like everyone thinks that just the states are racist but like come on we can do better canada yeah i think canadians are just better at hiding the racism than uh, in the states i think that's the big difference especially with trump as president (laughs) (laughs) with a crazy president like trump i don't really know what americans were like expecting when they went and vote for the guy I think uh, they were just arrogant and didn't want to leave like a woman in charge of the country. I think that's that's the main reason why this guy is president of the U.S. now. I think he's going to get voted back in. Wow, that's 
Like everyone's th- saying that Joe Biden, oh, da, 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 he's a bad president, and it's like, have you seen what Trump has done in the last four years? Like, you would rather have Trump than Biden? It doesn't make sense to me. I don't know much about politics in the U.S., but a lot of people are happy with the way Trump is handling the country so far. So I believe that maybe, despite like the fact that the guy is crazy, obviously. <laughs> Maybe in some point, like at some points, like he's done something good with their country. Maybe there are some people are just pissed because like it's not working the way they want, like their president to be. Maybe or like he's not covering uh, like interest of other people the way like maybe past presidents did. That might be the reason why they just don't like him. What's your opinion, Jose? <laughs> hey, I just I I hope he doesn't become president again. That's it. It's scary. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, I don't know. I don't want to see what happens if he does uh, be president for another four years. I feel like it's just, the state's already screwed up. I don't want to see how much further it can go. <laughs> um, so, next question. What is the one thing that you miss the most about your country? Other than your family. Other than my family, the thing I miss the most is the sun. <laughs> you know, here... Yeah, you know, at the end of the year, you have six months of just cold, snow. You know, at the beginning, like the first time I saw snow, I was like, yeah, it it doesn't look so bad. But then when I worked, you know, I did one year working like door to door. And unfortunately for me, I started in September when I was working at Bell. So I did two winters knocking on doors. And, uh, like, that's not the kind of things that you want to do, especially in winter. So, yeah, the sun and, the, like, the weather there is, is uh, I believe that the weather there is better than here. Yeah, definitely. So, like, opposite, what's one thing that you like about Canada compared to, like, your country? Uh, the one thing that I like about Canada, like, that I think we like in my country is maybe like more uh, like opportunities for maybe people who wants to work in a different fields like let's say the the studies that I'm doing right now like I'm uh, I'm starting to become a programmer that's the kind of job that you can can't even dream to having in my country in my country you're either a doctor a lawyer or maybe someone like a, di- a director in a company like a manager somewhere like that's it's so limited that the only way for you to make serious money is to either be an entrepreneur like have a your own business like going to school isn't really something that you look forward to in my country you know yeah so i think that's that's the one upside of living in canada like the school the schools are better even though they're extremely more expensive yeah you know most of the time you feel like you you might be like getting classes that are useless and uh Sometimes you get the feeling that they're just hiding those classes to justify why they're making you pay so much. But like, yeah, as an international student, you you don't really have a choice because if you drop out of school, you can get kicked kicked out of the country. Okay, this is just like, um, I'm just curious about this. What are your thoughts about like the stereotypes about like Africa, how like Africa is a poor country or Africa is just AIDS and stuff like that. Well, uh, first thing is that that's not true at all, you know. But the thing is, 
so far with the like the white friends that I've met so far is what they've been taught is actually that you know in like in story classes or maybe like even on the news that's all they show they only show like the poverty the wars and all that but they don't show the like the bright sides in africa i believe that people are happier there why aside from the fact that there are so many things that we can envy like here in canada but people are happier there they have peace why it's just because life is so simpler there you know and uh like the fact that they don't show that just shows how much uh some of like the occidental countries especially like uh european countries they're just trying to keep that bad image of africa that way they can just keep going there stealing our resources and like keep getting rich because if they like they break the image uh, the the image that africa somewhere is uh like some countries are like are successful and uh like some countries are really beautiful like you can go visit africa and you can you'll be able to see that some of the most beautiful places in the world are, are there like i th- uh, believe that the reason why those like statements are always in the minds of people here like here and uh, in europe is just like the governments in those countries are just trying to break the image of africa being su- successful honestly i kind of hate it how people still think that africa is just a country it's a freaking continent like there's so many countries there's so many people there like it's like people aren't educated but i feel i feel like that's what we learned in school like i remember like thinking honestly when i was younger that africa was a country and i remember thinking like africa is just poor like the whole continent is just poor i think it's because you know during christmas time they have those commercials with like uh is it like world vision or something it has a super sad music and please donate to these poor african children like and you the, know the, the shoe box yeah and then you out the shoe box and yeah. then they send it to a poor african child yeah mm-hmm. the thing is that like i feel like that's the image that they feed us is that africa is just poor and that africa is just a, like a whole country People our age still think that Africa is a country, which is like, oh my god, embarrassing. But I feel like that's what they, they taught us, unfortunately, you know? Do you know how many countries are in Africa? Who are you asking? Like, I don't know how many total, like a lot. Look, we have a... Like 20? More. No, it's more than that. Yeah. I, I think it's, a, uh, it's probably close to 60 now because we have a couple countries uh, where there are like civil wars, obviously fueled by the U.S., and uh, like some of the countries like uh, Sudan and uh, Libya like got divided uh, because of all the the issues that happened so Sudan now uh, is a two part like or two different countries like there are uh, north and south and also Libya uh, the same thing is happening so I think it's around 60 60 countries 54 54 yeah that's 54 <laughs> yeah I think it was 52 before and then you get one country that got divided. Yeah. That's a lot of countries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For people that think that Africa is just one. one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like it's like Europe. You know, people know that Europe is a continent. I mean, I hope they do. But, you know, people know that France and Germany are two different countries. So why do they think that in Africa it's like just one? That would be a huge country. If it was all like just one 
and not like a continent, you know. But I feel also like that's what they teach us in school. Maybe. I don't know. I don't really remember geometry class. <laughs> Are there a lot of spiders there? Spiders, yeah. A lot. Like we have spiders every everywhere. Yeah, but like they're just like outside like in like big ones? Yeah. Like tarantulas? Mm-hmm. Like we got a lot of species of spiders among other things. Snakes too, yeah. Yeah. We got some countries in Africa where they eat snakes. Yeah, but like not all snakes, you know, some of them only. What's what's the weirdest thing you've ever had? Well, weird for us. Weird for yeah. you. Like food? Yeah, yeah, food. The weirdest thing also like what? A crocodile? <laughs> you've eaten a crocodile? Yeah. It's seriously delicious. What about scorpions? Uh, no, I didn't. I haven't tried that. Uh, I think most scorpions are like they are venomous, so sometimes we just avoid them. I got a, I got a lot of Chinese friends who eat them, and they say it's good, but <laughs> I haven't tried, so I don't know. By the way, Jose asked all these questions. She wrote like a whole note for me to ask. <laughs> um so do you have any family here uh, i have uh like my aunt who uh like my father's little sister more like like she's a cousin but like hey, why why do you guys say like everyone's your cousin not like it's more like the way we grow up in uh like in africa in my country we don't really use the term cousin like when someone is share shares like a a blood uh, relation with you like it's just your brother and your sister we don't really use the term cousin it's more like to we sometimes just make that difference you know to make people understand like white people <laughs> you know but like in the like where where we grew up it's just like that like the son of your dad's brother is your brother not your cousin yeah, I remember learning about that because my second year university, I had an African roommate and she was doing like an Easter like supper type thing and there was a guy who came over and then he's like, oh, ça c'est ma soeur. And I was like, oh, I didn't know you had a brother. And then he's like, no, 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 no. We just like come from like the same town in Africa or like same city in Africa. And I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Not really, but Okay. <laughs> Okay, I have another question that's, like, I'm just curious about. Um, what are your thoughts on, like, gay people or LGBTQ plus people? Well, I don't have, like, a specific thought. Like, it's, it is something new for me because, like, we don't have, uh, we don't have, like, gay people in uh, Africa. Like, uh, unless we do and we don't know because they probably hide, you know, with all the the religions that we have that are against it so um i don't uh, i don't i didn't know uh all of that before like traveling outside of my country but i don't really have a specific like opinion on them you know i believe that uh when you consider that your country is a free country everybody should have the right to do whatever they want you know like so for myself whether they gay or not like it doesn't really bother me there they should have the right to to live their life the way they want you know and uh, 
the same way as I'm living mine the way I want and nobody's bothering me like I don't see a reason for me to to hate someone just because of because of their differences you know yeah I was just asking because I am gay and I had <laughs> surprise! <laughs> surprise um um my african roommate in my second year university uh i had came out to her because i thought it was appropriate to tell my roommates about me and she basically said that i was sinning i was going to hell she was trying to get me to go to church with her to pray the gay away she told me my parents were only okay with it because it was just a phase and i was gonna get over it one day she was really mean to me i cried a lot (laughs) because of her (laughs) but yeah i was just curious because i know that a lot of countries in africa have like um like they're Christians and they like believe in God and stuff like that. So yeah, I was just curious your opinion on it. Yeah, like I know that especially in the Christians and um, Muslim communities, like they're against it. But the thing is, like I'm 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 Christian too, and uh, the thing is, like when you read the Bible, because in my religion they teach us that the Bible is the word of God. In the Bible, it also says like love everybody the way they are, like. If, as a Christian, you believe that the fact that someone else is gay is wrong and, like, is considered a sin, it's not for you to try and change that person. Like, you can try and tell her that, okay, so, as a Christian, I believe that what you're doing is wrong, but you have to let that person decide for herself if what she's doing is wrong and decide to change if she wants to change. But the thing is, I believe that sometimes people use religion as an excuse to try and impose their way of life and the way they see things to other people to be like yeah since you're a christian and you believe in god you shouldn't be gay or you shouldn't be friends with gay people in my mind i just like i'm just like yo in the bible they say god is love so if god is love why can't you can't he love gay people and if you consider yourself a Christian, because the word, uh, the word Christian comes from the fact that we are like uh, living the way Jesus Christ lived. So if Jesus Christ loved everybody, why can't you do the same? If you can't, then you're not a real Christian. That's what I believe. So what's your opinion on like gender equality and stuff like that? Because I know there's like another stereotype about Africans that like the male is like the dominant person in the family and they have three wives and women are like lesser beings type thing. So what's your opinion on that? I believe like the equality, I don't think that's some that is something that can actually be achieved. Like the man is a man and the woman is a woman. But I believe that despite being like of opposite sexes, you can just have respect for each other. Because even being a woman and a man, everybody has his own qualities. So I believe that talking of equality might be a difficult concept because that is not something that can be actually done. The man and the woman can never be equal. Like on the physical level, but also on other points. So the fact that like in Africa people say like the man is the dominant and the wife like should just sit down there and do whatever the man asks her to do like that is something that like was in the past you know th- those were 
things that were pushed by like our ancestors because they believed that the only thing that women were good for were just being in the kitchen and having kids but in today's society we just like have to accept the fact that women can also bring something to the table like there is like that's the way that i was raised so my father always told me like yes the way we grow up that is the way we grow up so the man yes is the head of the family but you always have to understand that the woman should be the head of the house so everybody like in a relationship or like a marriage or everything you you always have your your strengths and your weaknesses so when you put the man and the woman each of them are of their their own strength and their own weaknesses and it's only together that they can expect to achieve something so from if you want people to be equal at that moment they won't be able to complete each other that that's what i think but what about like equal pay and stuff like that do you think women and men should be paid the same for the exact same job for doing the exact same thing in the job part i think everybody should get paid for what they do like it shouldn't be like of an importance if you are a woman or you are a man you should be paid for what you do like when you go in a restaurant you pay for what you eat you don't pay for like how it was cooked supposedly uh like i don't know if i'm making my point like you should uh they should pay everybody for the final result yeah for the quality like for what they do and not for who they are like i don't think it's fair to like pay a woman less just because she's a woman when she does the same job as anybody else like as a man it's just not fair yeah i just believe like like it's not fair like in the past maybe like when women couldn't do the same jobs as men were doing maybe but today you the the diversity is so like real and present that you cannot anymore put like a specific difference on a job and be like okay so this is only a job for a woman or this is only a job for for a man so as long as we can both do the same thing i don't see why we shouldn't be able to like to get the same pay for the same job shows is nodding in agreement she's like <laughs> yes that was a great answer <laughs> so back to our original topic <laughs> about like you moving here and stuff do you have any tips for people applying for a visa or new people who want to come to canada from africa or any other international students like the first thing that i'll say to them is be sure that you have the money because like unfortunately you know a lot of people can expect it to be otherwise but in my own experience like especially at la cité like they only think that's the way they make us feel like us international students they only think about the money they only think about what you bring and they are most of the time they don't really try to help you in any way so that will be the first thing like if you don't want to spend your your life here in school like make sure on the financial side you're okay like especially uh like if you come from a country you know, like like man because the like the universe is completely different 
like you're gonna find out that things are so much more expensive here and like if you're not ready for that it's gonna make your experience here as international students really difficult and one other thing will be to just like make sure to do all your research before coming and just like make sure like you have all the details because when i got here i was lucky enough like to find family already here so they, are, they were able to help me with a couple things like the uh, where i was staying where i would live and other things but i see some other of my friends that got here at the same time as me who had difficulties why because when they got here they didn't know anything they had no one to go to like for help sometimes you can meet some people like on um at, at like at school that can help you but also you can find some other people that are that are gonna try just to st steal something from you like especially money like uh i've seen i've experienced that so you should just pay attention and like try to learn as much as you can on how things work here as fast as you can because you're gonna need to make sure that you adapt as soon as you can and as fast as possible because like it's so different from the way we used to like to live back home and also like if you come here in winter stay home don't look for a job in winter it's a bad idea because the one thing the one sure thing is as an international student you won't be obviously you won't be able to get a job as as quick and uh, you might like get one of these jobs when you are where you have to go door to door and sell things and it's not fun but it was good because the the money was good but uh, you sometimes end up get, like, getting sick every one or two weeks so what's the difference between like the money currency from here to like your country i'm curious i'm curious about a lot of things <laughs> yeah so uh the the difference is uh like one canadian dollar is like two thousand congolese francs like with one canadian dollar somebody can eat for a whole day in my country like for a whole day breakfast lunch dinner everything so how much is like a house over there a house mm, like we have a lot of free land there so most of the time people don't really buy houses like they just buy uh like uh yeah they just buy a lot and uh go build their own houses so we've done that in the past so uh no uh, on average how much building a house costs it's around like two million in francs so if you put that in dollars like you can get a nice house at around fifty thousand dollars. Fifty, like fifty thousand dollars, you can get a big house. Like, no, like I mentioned, you can go a hundred thousand. Which is still cheaper. Than <laughs> yeah. Than yeah. Like five million dollars. Yeah, <laughs> like that's the one thing that I saw too. Like houses are really expensive here. Okay, so I know Jose really likes traveling. So where's like one place that you would want to take her one day? Like a country or like a city or anything like that? There are a couple nice countries that I would like to visit one day. 
and I'll bring you to like I've never been to Italy she's been there I've never been to Greece or Spain so those are the three countries that I look forward to go so since she's already been there I think the main reason that I would like to go there with her is like to be able to discover uh, like those countries without you know, you know having to pay for a guide or something I can have my own free guide so do you need like your visa to do that to travel yeah like my uh, unfortunately the passport that's given by my country doesn't really isn't really on the list of those countries where you can just drop off and get a visa as soon as you land there yeah so i basically need a visa to go anywhere except if it's in africa yeah that's sad <laughs> especially with how expensive my passport costs how much is it five hundred dollars how much is like eighty dollars i think so for five years i think i got mine for five years i, have mine I think for it 10. was yeah yeah yeah, my, yeah me too 10 so i think it was 110 dollars or something like something that something like that yeah wow. i don't think it's i don't think it gets to like 200 yeah i don't think so wow okay wait so do you have free health care here in canada no as an international student you don't have free health care the only way for you to get that is either to be a resident or to get a uh, open work permit and to get that you have to be hired by a company that's gonna give you a yeah benefit so no we don't so what do you do if like you get really sick i pray <laughs> yeah, that that's uh the only other solution is just like to go to the hospital but like expect it to be expensive because you're not covered by nothing honestly so scary i can't even imagine that like imagine you get cancer or something and you have to do chemo and radiation like you'd be so poor <laughs> like you lose all your money okay so you gave us tips for new arriving canadians what about tips for people who have never had a winter before uh, for people who never had a winter before I'll say like dress as warm as you can because especially if you got here for school you don't have a choice you're gonna have to get out of the house you know and go to school so dress as warm as you can and uh, like avoid just staying outside because I know people who for the f their first winter like just being outside for the amount of time it takes you to get out of your house and go take the bus like they got really sick like they got frostbites and all that you know it takes a long time to get your body used to a new uh, like climates in your weather so yeah for the first winter like make sure just to stay inside and dress as warm as you can okay i have a question do you have any tips for anybody that wants to visit your country for the first time or any country in africa okay first thing beware of malaria yeah so um if you want to visit uh like our countries like make sure that you go there with a local like with someone who can bring you where there is like something nice to see obviously like our countries are not as developed as canada but there are so many beautiful things to see and uh, they are so hidden that sometimes I don't 
you know, I don't condemn people who don't know how beautiful our countries are. So just first thing, make sure to go there with someone who knows where he can take you. And the second thing, uh, pay attention to to what you eat. Yeah, because if it's if it's something like uh, most of the time, things that we eat there are a little the same of what you eat here, like different maybe in texture or uh, anything. But most of our foods is natural. So for someone who doesn't like processed food, like Africa is the best place to go. Yeah, we don't have McDonald's there. We don't have Subway. So you <laughs> you can be sure to eat real food. What's your favorite dish, um, like from your country or that your mom does? Well, um, it's uh, rice with cassava leaves. Like in my country, we call it pondu. Yes. Can you tell the listeners uh, who don't know what malaria is, what it is? Uh, basically, malaria is uh, a sickness that you get from getting stung by mosquitoes. Uh, so that it's like it's a bacteria that they they transmit, and that bacteria basically just causes your whole body to just shut down. Sometimes, like malaria can actually kill you, but like we got bitten by mosquitoes so many times that now most of us are immune. But yeah. So are you saying that you already got malaria once? Yeah, only once in my whole life, actually. That was a little weird. Like, most of my siblings, like, got it one uh, a couple times, like, five, six times. And, uh, like, I only got it once, and I didn't even need to go, like, to the hospital. Like, I, I just got my treatment, and that was it. So, how do you, like, not get it? Like, a vaccine? There is no vaccine for malaria. So, the one way that you can... Uh, like you can protect yourself from it it's just uh, most of the time we sleep under um, yeah like under a net that comes with a product like they this the they treat it the the net is treated with a product that repels mosquitoes so that's the first thing and the other thing is we just you use product that kills them and keep them away when I went to Africa to Gabon Gabon in English mm-hmm. yeah I had to take, um, I had to get the yellow fever shot, and then I also had, they gave me medication that I had to take before I left, I think a week or two before I left, and then I had to take them the whole time I was there, and then I had to also keep taking them, like, a week or two after, I, like, when I came back, and I remember when I, I go, like, even here, I get bit by mosquitoes, like, so easily, I don't know what they have with me, but I just get bit so easily, and <laughs> I remember going there and I kept getting bit so much. Her like his parents felt so bad that they bought me cream for like itchiness because my hands were like covered of mosquito bites. And um, they even I remember their mom would like go in the room and kill all the mosquitoes mm-hmm. before I went to bed. But some somehow I would just still wake up with a bunch of mosquito bites. I didn't get malaria though, so I mean <laughs> that's good. <laughs> but yeah. Traveling there, you have to take medication. I mean, you don't have to, but you might die. <laughs> have you ever gotten bit by a spider? No, I haven't. <laughs> yeah, lucky me. Yeah. But mo- most of the dif- uh, of the dangerous spiders, 
like most of the species that are actually dangerous are like you can't find them around uh, places where people actually live like you need to go to like uh, one of the forests or the jungles around the country to find those kind of spiders now you know in the cities we just have regular spiders that don't kill have you ever been in a jungle yeah i have i have been Do- doing like what like playing with your siblings in the jungle yeah. uh, no. <laughs> doing, like, things? no you don't do that in the jungle because like we have all kinds of animals like in the jungle and if you not you don't pay attention enough like you can die especially like in uh in our uh, forêt equatoriale like which is like one of the biggest forests around the world and also one of the greenest that i think somebody should know you know one of the greenest forests that uh i know i was looking through you (laughs) yeah so uh that forest is one of the 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 green places that provides like the whole planet with clean air yeah so in that forest basically we have all kinds of of animals like i think actually like they uh, disney tried to put to portray it in the uh, Tarzan. so what's like the scariest thing you've like come face to face with other than spiders we actually lived one of the scenes in the lion king you know uh remember the the place where uh simba did something and uh, we they had uh, like a bunch of buffaloes running around yeah something like that happened but the thing is w- there were uh like lions hunting so when one of them got caught like they just went crazy and we were there the whole time so everybody had to run and save himself some of us were lucky enough to like got close to trees and just go up the tree to wait for the whole pack of buffaloes to leave and the lions too or like since they missed the buffaloes we could have become their the dinner <laughs> but like it's really something beautiful to see but uh, luckily like you, we, anytime you go there now with the safaris and all that with the tourists that come we have uh, security uh, security measures in place so yeah you won't go there and just get eaten by a lion have you ever seen a hippo yeah i did i've seen one in nature and also we had uh we had a couple that they brought from the forest to uh the zoo yeah so first time i saw him in the zoo with school and then second time it was when we went through through the forest what about like giraffes and elephants yeah we have a lot of a bunch of those so you already saw them. yeah i did do you have a lot of like elephant sanctuaries in africa yeah we do actually and uh the one main uh issue that caused like the government to try and protect those sanctuaries uh sanctuaries sorry a little more is uh the fact that we had uh like a lot of people coming from other countries like especially from europe coming to hunt like the elephants and all that just to cut down yeah cut down their horns and go sell them back in europe yeah yeah so the government is trying to pay a little more attention to that because like in other parts of the world like some species are getting extinct just because of that because the white european man is too greedy 
and can't just let nature be. What are all the places you've traveled to in your life? Mm, well, I've traveled to like specifically in Africa. I've traveled to South Africa, like Johannesburg and Durban. Uh, I've traveled to Kenya, Nairobi. I've traveled to Egypt and once Nigeria. So those are the African countries that I had the chance to visit. Uh, also Zambia, because like Zambia is like one of our neighbor countries. And uh, we basically don't need any visa or passport to go there. So it was pretty easy. And uh, outside of Africa, I, I've only been to Russia and once in Tokyo. And Mexico, yeah, I forgot <laughs> about that. Oh, la la, Mexico. Yeah. Also been to Mexico. That was one of the nicest vacations that I took so far. So how many languages do you speak? Uh, yeah, so I speak French, English, Swahili, Lingala, Kiluba, and a little bit of Russian. Can you, like, say a little something in each? Please. Uh, like, hello in... Uh, Lingala is Mbote, and in Swahili is, uh, depending on the Swahili you talk, because we talk Swahili a little bit everywhere in Africa, and depending on what country, like, the dialect is a little different. Like, in my in my country, we speak two kinds of Swahili. We speak the one that we call Swahili Bora, so that's, like, the original Swahili, the, uh, the one that came from Arabic. And in that Swahili, hello is Amjambo. And uh, what else? In Russian, Privet. That means hello. And most of the time when somebody tells you Privet, you don't reply Privet, but you ask them Kakdila, which means how are you doing? Is uh, having a big family in like your culture a normal thing? Like how many siblings do you have? Yeah, having big families is pretty normal. Like and the kind of thing that you see everywhere. Uh, right now, I have 11 siblings uh no i hope not i hope not yeah so i have 11 siblings i have three uh two big brothers and uh seven sisters and one kid that we found in the market we bought him cheap so yeah what's what's like the oldest uh age of your siblings and then your youngest and like where where are you in that the oldest Christian is, I think, he should be 36 now, 36, 37, close to that. And Rudy, uh, how old is he? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. You know that motherfucker more than me. <laughs> so where, where, where are you in that? And all those, yeah, in the 11 siblings. Oh, in those 11 siblings, I'm the fifth. Yeah. There is Christian, Joseph, Diane, Grace, Amelia. No, I'm the sixth. So, do you want a big family? Do you want 10 kids? No, I don't want 10 kids. Not in Canada. That could kill you. Kids are so expensive to take care of, like... And the thing is also, like, especially in Africa, like, it's starting to change a little bit, but... Like in the uh, older generation, 
uh, people were always sent to believe that children were uh, it meant like having a lot of kids just meant that you are your family was blessed because they always thought every child was a blessing on its own so the more kids you had the more blessings you had and the more chances you had of being like of being taken care of when you get old because like this is one of the things that people grow up with like it's like when you're a kid your parents take take care of you and then when they get old and you're able to uh, like take care of yourself at some point in time like society expects you to also take care of your parents at a certain age so the more kids you had in the past like the more people you had to take care of you when you got old so yeah i think that that's the main that was one of the main reasons why people had so many kids in the past and also like they had less jobs so and it was boring so the main thing they had to do is just like go to the fields work and then when you get home make kids have babies so what did your dad do for a living my dad was a thief <laughs> no i'm kidding i'm kidding uh my dad worked uh for the government and he also had a couple businesses that he opened like especially like in the the first one was in construction and the second one was mainly for me because he didn't really know anything in electronics so we had a store that uh, sold electronics so tvs computers game consoles yeah so that that was also one of his things but mainly he was more businessman than anything else he was a business owner so like where would you buy all your stuff i'm assuming there's no like walmart or anything <laughs> so like your food i'm assuming like food markets and stuff like that but about like appliances and that sort of stuff well for appliances we have uh like when i left we had like three supermarkets and uh like for appliances we are of more uh most of the time the supermarkets don't really sell uh things outside of food so we had a couple big stores that sold specific appliances especially for like home and other things yeah so since uh not many people were like inspired to start uh providing all those appliances like building them in my country most of the time those stores uh, those stores owner just went and bought everything that they were they were selling like in other countries especially in china because yeah most of the time when you see something made in china in africa it's it's a knockoff it's not good quality but the things that you go and buy directly in the country it's uh, like it's better so those were who are lucky enough to have the chance to go to china purchase things there and send it by boat could uh like just started opening stores a little bit everywhere okay this is my last and final question <laughs> like, <"Fuck> it. <laughs> Minute 10. uh when are you and jose getting married <laughs> when like we haven't chosen a date yet and i think she's still waiting for me to propose <laughs> probably after i do that then we'll probably set up a date 
I'm invited, right? Oh, uh, let me think about it. <laughs> where Where do you want to get married, Jose? I don't know. I don't have a specific place yet, but it, but it's definitely not Timmins, and it's not Ottawa. It's It's gonna be somewhere like a. What are they called? Getaway? No, I forget. But it's not. It's not gonna be in Canada. Probably not. Maybe in Europe somewhere. I don't know. Paying for everyone who is nope. attending your wedding. No, I'm not. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it's okay. I'll still come yeah. if I'm invited. Well, that's all the time we have for today's podcast. I just wanted to say thank you to Lucrece and Jose for being a part of the podcast with me. I hope you guys learned a lot about uh, the African culture and what it's like being an international student. And I hope you guys listen to my next episode. Thank you.